0: Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns, because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. <laughs> this is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Hey, Oh, Hey, hey y'all. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. Listen, 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 for real. We sorry. We know that it's April. We had to take a break for Women's History Month because we had to celebrate all the things in us about being a woman and all the life that was life and with us uh in March. But oh, we right. deserve month. break. <laughs> we here we a brief right. break. Women deserve a break. So we, t- we, we took the we took the entire month yes. to acknowledge womanhood. Absolutely. So, might as well go ahead and dive right on in. So, first that we have a royal moment, Celeste, of course. <laughs> we want to salute the queens. <laughs> the queens doing some amazing things. So, I will go ahead and do today's royal moment. We're going to do a little, since we, you know, acknowledged, um, Women's History Month. Um, we are going to do a little pop quiz on some amazing women who have done things in history. So the first question is, and you all should know this, who was So the what first happens when black we don't know black it? I'm, all right, go I'm ahead. Listening. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you get a uh I don't know something. Who was the first black woman elected black woman elected to Congress? And it's Shirley not. Shirley home Watch his <laughs> 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 home. Ding ding ding. Okay. Okay, we know it's Chisholm throwing out the disclaimer. We know it's Shirley Chisholm, but it's an inside know. joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all been listening to the podcast, then y'all know Watch His Home a, is funny. <laughs> All right. The second question is: What leading suffragists? was arrested and convicted of attempting to vote in the 1872 election oh child i was gonna have a guess but then once you said 1872 that took me out major jess now now, girl you know i don't know this (laughs) (laughs) well the answer is susan b anthony i could have gave a um i probably could have gave a clue but I, you know, sometimes I'm not that good on my feet. So season B <laughs> Anthony is the answer. Next question. What former slave was a powerful speaker for the rights of women and black people? Are you telling me? Girl, I'm sure it was probably a lot of them. Yeah, former slave. Right, um, but how many were actually former slaves? Like they means that they live long enough to see the end of slavery. That's probably the key, but it's not Harriet. It's um Sojourner Truth. Oh, oh, you're right. You're oh, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. We did write okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. Okay. Um, last question: What black woman refused? Oh, that is so easy. All right, fine. Rosa refused. Right, go on to the next one. <clears throat> <laughs> no, who was the lady before Rosa? I forgot her name. Thank you. It, the answer was Rosa, but I feel like we should um, pay homage to the original. Right. Yeah. What was her name, name, though? That's the problem. We don't know her name. <laughs> Say her name. <laughs> Even though, you know, I asked that question on the last episode that we recorded. <laughs> you definitely did. You educated <laughs> us on that. All right. Google that, y'all. Google that and um, get to know her because she was the first one to do what Rosa Parks followed up and did. So kudos to the women of all nationalities um, who has made, paved the way. that Colvin is her name. Boom. Hold time and say that she's a nurse or she was a nurse. Oh, interesting all right so moving right along to our next segment which is the cis second oh it's a bro second today of course whenever jess does it it's a bro second because the bros be getting on jess nerves <laughs> so <laughs> without further ado we are going to go on and fix some of those raggedy real raggedy because it's a lot raggedy. of raggedy it's a lot of raggediness re- lately. If yeah. people didn't know, it's a whole lot of raggediness. Yeah, so yeah, about the pandemic them- brought on raggediness, <laughs> mm-hmm. extra raggediness. Them raggedy crowns that we see around town. So, just fix this uh, young king's crown, will you? <laughs> okay, I don't know if I can fix his crown because. All right, so I was sitting in my living room. Watching TV, and I hear a key go inside of my door. And I'm like, hmm. First of all, just wait a minute. Because <laughs> your last bro second had to do with the people at your house. What is going on? You get a new house and people acting up. Girl, I don't know. I don't know. So a key, I hear someone stick a key in my door. And I'm like, hmm, that's funny. This The scene on TV is not somebody opening the door. I hear the key being taken out. And then I hear it reinserted. And I'm like, huh, somebody's trying to get in my door. And then I thought about it. And I'm like, I have a combo on my door. Nobody has a key but me. So no one should be sticking a key in my door. So I run to the door and I hear the key being reinserted into another door. So I'm like, huh, somebody is trying to get into doors. So I open up the door, like, can I help you? And this young boy is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was looking for the laundry room. The laundry room? Does my door look like the laundry room to you? I have a Easter bunny wreath on my door. Does it look like the laundry room to you? So I don't know if this young sir found a key outside and decided to test every door in this building to see who it belonged to, or if he was really just testing to see who was at home but aren't you in aren't you in a townhouse no i have a condo oh nonetheless (laughs) young sir is super raggedy and uh uh, he gets the bro second for his antics and on top of that i am now uh taking my hql i think that's what it's called the class because hql yeah No, that's not what we're doing, because if the tables were turned, it would be a different outcome. Right. Yes, ma'am. So I have been, um, my father is very adamant about home protection, and, you know, he's ex-military, so, you know, that goes with it. But anyway, um, I just haven't had a chance to get to the HQL class, but it's funny you said that, because I had a little situation out front of my house, and I, like, because I was so terrified, because it's just me and my child, when my husband goes to work at four o'clock in the morning, I had all these nightmares and stuff. And I I woke up the next day and I said, oh no, I'm getting my HQ out. I have home protection, but it's not, I don't want to get into what it is, but <laughs> it just ain't like I'm going to just reach over in the drawer and take care of business. Same, so it's right. like, it's like legit some stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely condone legal, you know, of course we follow the law, right. um, but being able to protect yourself, that's a, I mean, that's very important. Yes. And you know, my dad is law enforcement. So yes. He was like, he definitely um, con- so supports this. when are you going to the class? <laughs> I mean, he has been telling me that for months, like him, mm-hmm. one of my, two of my male friends, like, okay, so now are you ready to go to the class? Because we've been telling you that you need to go to this class. So nonetheless, um, I'm all for women protecting themselves. So sisters, come on and let's go to this class together. <laughs> and I don't know if anyone's noticed, but when COVID, I feel like around when COVID hit, then all of a sudden I feel like I saw a lot of posts about HQ getting your HQL. And if you don't, if no one, if you don't know, your yeah. HQL is your um handgun, your license to own a handgun. Mm-hmm. Um so that's a specific license you have to have you can own other firearms without a specific license um but a handgun requires that so yeah I did I've noticed a lot of classes popping up on social media I don't know what that's about but yeah I think a lot of them popped up or more popped up after like the Capitol riots and stuff like that because Mm. of all the rumors surrounding that and like the hatred. And so a lot of people were like, no, you just need to go ahead and get a handgun and protect yourself. And so... Got it, got it. um, So I did notice a lot more classes popping up after that. Nonetheless, because I am a single woman, I am going to the class. So come along with me. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Young boy, I will say... Did you already start it or you're going? No, I'm going. Um, But I will say that Howard County Police they did react much faster than I anticipated. Um, they were not like, yeah, because I when I thought about it, because at first I was like, okay, like maybe he really mistook my home for the laundry, which no, after I thought about it, I'm like, no, how could how could you, like, not only is the room labeled, <laughs> my door clearly looks like a home. Now I have a wreath. Does, oh my does the laundry room is it locked? Yes, the laundry room is locked. However, it's visible from the front door of the complex, so you can see where the laundry room is. Like he didn't mistake it; he was trying to either get in or see where that key went. Either way, gotcha. he shouldn't have been doing it. So, right, right. I'm old, like, and my friend he always laughs at me because he's like, "No, you pay their salary, and uh, that is your home. Protect your community. So go ahead and call the police." <laughs> Because it would have been different if
1: it were the other way. So I called them, and
0: they they were here within three minutes. Oh, hey. child. Hey, I child. Said, oh, I live in Howard County. This is not yes, Baltimore you do. County. That is, uh, uh, or Baltimore City, which don't even get me started. <laughs> they would have been like, so what do you want us to do? Howard County is like, girl, they show, right yes, <laughs> they show up hours later. Yes, because my neighbor's alarm head went off, and she called me. Girl, I'm looking outside like, well, where the police at? 20, 30 minutes later, here they come, standing outside. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Pay your taxes, y'all. Anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they did respond. Girl. I say, okay, kudos to y'all. Royal moment right. to y'all. Right. Right. All right, so what's our topic for today, ladies? All right, yeah, sorry, y'all. We kind of went off on a tangent, but um, <laughs> today we are talking about acceptance and all of its meanings and the way that it applies to you, but just accepting life, accepting things that you can't control, accepting things that have has happened, um, just acceptance in general. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um. So, Jess, go on and get us uh started on your journey where acceptance, like, has come into play. Okay, on today's segment of where is Jess P? I really struggled with the direction of where I wanted to take this because acceptance is just so broad, like. Initially, when I thought of the topic, I was thinking about how people seek validation in others so their identity mm. is related to acceptance of from others from others, correct. And I think that social media plays into that. And I saw this post hold on, let me pull up the post. I saw this post the other day and it spoke to my spirit because I feel like people live their lives just waiting on acceptance for others from others. But why, what do these right. people have to offer? And like, why do you hold them at such a high regard that you need their acceptance or their validation? Val- life? I was just about to say, that's, that's kind of like acceptance and validation um, from other people. And while mm-hmm. you're looking that up, I literally had a conversation with someone yesterday because they had posted something um, on their Instagram story about like, oh, if... Um, I mean something to you oh if I mean something to you like respond to this post and I forgot what it was asking people to do but I saw it and I didn't didn't respond and so then like an hour later they posted like oh well 21 people saw this and nobody responded so I guess I don't mean that much to people so I messaged them like wait a minute I said, are you seeking validation and giving people that much power over your life that because they have not responded to what you posted, then that means that you don't mean anything? I said, people have a Ooh, choice child. they want to respond or not. He was, he was like, well, you don't know, you know, how that I guess validation can um, be a big difference for someone um, if they're thinking about doing something crazy. Um, I was just a say anything, you know, that could that could do something and I'm like but that's not anybody else's fault but your own like you can't put that onus on anybody else like I understand your thought process and that but that's not their fault but also I feel like um people social media has become this platform for people to reach out um people particularly that have mental health concerns people to reach out and, and like you're saying, like seek that validation or that reassurance or getting someone's attention, not Mm -hmm. maybe not necessarily in a negative way. Maybe they just don't have an outlet. Maybe they don't have a support system. And so they turn to social media to like express whatever, you know, and like that person you were talking about, Maya, they're talk. they may be saying something before they do something bad. Um, that's the wrong platform to express it oh definitely you know that he did that he deals with depression and 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 I'm like I get it and I'm not downplaying depression at all I said but that's where that professional help comes in because you cannot seek social media to give you whatever you need like who knows those 21 people who saw it They like, maybe they weren't even looking at that phone when they saw it, maybe they were driving. Like there's so many reasons, but when you're in a state of mind of depression, you don't think about that. You just automatically turn it to something negative for you. And that's just a Mm -hmm. whole mindset shift that has to change. But I know that takes therapy and things like that. Oh honey, you are about to get me started on a tangent. It's because they expect so much of other people, but if they don't have anything to give you, like (laughs) there's a disconnect here. They don't have right. it to give, but you expect that from them. And, and, and the onus is not on them. That that was the other part because he was like, you know how much I do for other people and how much I reach out and care about other people. I said, but you can't expect you from other people. Yeah, because like, they're not you. Right. They're not you. And guess what? You got to accept that. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Here we go. Accept, accept <laughs> You, you got to accept that. Yes. Period. Yes. Period. Right. Speaking of social media, so the post says social media has 22-year-olds wanting to off themselves because they don't make six figures and drive a seven series. I, I saw that. been thinking if you can't afford a Chanel bag, you are doing bad in life and offering them nothing. I do think in a good nine to five is slavery, nobody likes their body, nobody likes their home, just a mass group of people wanting what others have or pretend to have. And here we go again. It's like seeking validation based on what you see on social media. And none of it, well, I won't say none of it is real because some people actually do post their real lives, but you only see a small portion into people's lives. So you're basing your perception or your reality based on what you see. And your perception is also a reflection of who you are. Right. Um, I think that's a huge thing with this. Um, I'll say the next generation because I think our from what I see from our generation, I feel like a lot of us are starting to pull away from social media. Like I don't really I might check it, but I don't really pay that much attention. It's not really my lifeline. Like some people, it's their lifeline, you know. So I feel like that is a problem that the next generation is experiencing is that social media is so in, ingrained in who they are. Like when we were 10, there was no social media, like, yes, it was. We just didn't oh. <laughs> look too much into it. Like, we had Black Planet but and, it wasn't, and stuff like that, but it's not 10? like it is now. At 10, oh, I, I don't, don't think, think that, that was at that, 10. I remember me and you both having we had I Black think, Planet, didn't we? We had Black Messenger, AOL, it's AOL, it's AOL, it's AOL it's messenger. yes, yes. <laughs> um but I'm saying, like. I'm saying, like how social media is today, the those type of platforms were oh, not absolutely yeah, so. it wasn't the same. So, like and you're so. saying, Jazz, like that quote on social media, I saw that, that post, like now there's this image that people have to live up to, or they feel like that's what life is supposed to be, you know. Oh, the the this, the that, the glitz, and the glam. And it's like that's not even e- either it's not real or that's someone else's life, and that doesn't mean that's your life, like it's okay. Yeah. And I but think why that, is that? And who created this ideal image of what we're supposed to be? Like I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. I think that it it does take um some mental health and self esteem coaching and stuff to really be able to do social media the right way. Because I do know people who have gotten off of social media because they start to feel down about themselves or they see other people's posts and feel like, dang, I'm not where they are and stuff like that. And I mean, personally. I haven't experienced that and I think it's just a level of just the confidence that you have in yourself and your own personal experiences and then accepting the fact that yo I know for me I'm only showing you a portion of my life like there's so many things that I don't show on social media so people will be like oh what this this and that yeah because you know I know what I'm using it for Right. right I really understand that and I I personally use uh social media for entertainment so I'm scrolling just to laugh <laughs> Right so and also like not and and that's the thing like some everyone uses it for their own purposes and you know just because you don't post this part of your life or that part of your life that doesn't mean it's bad or it doesn't mean it's good it just means that maybe you're a little more private or maybe you just don't feel like the whole world needs to know what happened today or what you bought or what you didn't get or whatever you know what i mean like right some people have boundaries <laughs> yes and it's, it's nothing wrong with having boundaries and uh, i think we need to remember that we are in control of our lives and we can make the choices to determine the direction of our lives so i mean what's on social media does not define who we are Having a Birkin bag or a seven series does not make or break you. We determine who we are. However, now I went down a a little tangent. I want to talk about that Birkin bag. So, so funny thing (laughs) is I've been like, oh, I want to get a nice designer bag. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. no. I didn't even respond to Maya post because I said, girl. Listen, (laughs) listen. so I have posted. I was like, what's the most that you all have spent on a purse? Not because I was like looking for some type of... Not no, but i just kind of wanted to get a sense of like am i being reasonable or unreasonable and what i'm doing but i wasn't putting unreasonable like bags in the basket like based on what these people say this is what's not nah, like it wasn't but unreasonable was like a poll just to kind of see like hmm, yeah people spent on bags because of this you know but it's because of something that i want not because of oh due to social media i want no it's just like you know Sometimes you might want a nice little something, something over that. No, definitely. And I don't think, and see, everyone if is nothing different. nothing wrong with right? training yourself. Absolutely. And it's like everyone is different. Everyone prefers different things. Like I might like shoes and you might like handbags. So I might spend, which I do not, let me tell you, $150 makes me want to fall out on shoes. Okay. I can't do it. Oh no, like no. Ma'am. Like no, I can't. No, I I just I just can't. But anyway, hypothetically, say I'm okay with buying a $500 pair of and that's the thing we get stuck with labels and, you know, brands and all of that, but say I'm okay with buying a $500 pair of shoes, you might not be that might not be a thing, but you would buy a $500 handbag. Everyone is different. So I think, yeah, the question was funny, and I, I almost, I couldn't even breathe with some of the answers that people gave. The girl, yeah, somebody said 5,000 thus far. I said, oh okay. Yeah, I've had 5,000, oh, it, it must have been a YSL. And somebody <laughs> yeah, said, see, I'm right. in, Yeah, see, and, and, and to each his own, to each his own, but for me, I know, um, I just think, because, you know, if. If you had the money, that's that's totally fine. You can spend your money on whatever you want. It's your money. But for me, like if I've wanted a, a Louis Vuitton, my forever, forever. I don't know why we talked about that? <laughs> wanted a Louis Vuitton, you know, twelve hundred dollars. Like, okay, cool. I can, you know, whatever. But then it's like when I go to think about it, I'm like, yo, twelve hundred dollars. Well, I could be like with that. Yes, that's yeah. me. Yeah, find, that is me. I refuse I find to buy so a designer many, bag for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> I find so many other things I can do and I just can't I can't find myself spending that much money on at one time right. on, on a, one item that does not on a material produce a return <laughs> on a material item. So to each his own. I mean, everyone is different and some people got their money a little longer than other people. So to each his own, but sis, um when I when so I, I, think, I say I, think I think buy from Marshalls and Marshalls and TJ Maxx, people, some people's money is a little bit longer. But maybe not even that. Some people, priorities are different. So instead of buying a house and buying a car and saving or investing, I'm going to go on and take my money and buy this bag. And again, people can spend money however they want. But priorities are just different. And sometimes it's um, getting back on topic. Sometimes (laughs) it is about seeking validation or acceptance by certain people or class of people or. Making some, um, you know, perceptions of you know making things appear a certain way. You know, people do things for various reasons, but um, that's the main main thing. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know what? That wasn't even my acceptance example in my life. Mine is more so with work. In terms of how I start a job, like when I go in and I first start, I'm always seeking acceptance from my superiors. So I go in, I'm doing the extra mile and working long hours until I burn out. And then I have nothing left to give. And then I have to set these boundaries. And then it seems like I'm no longer doing my job because I have boundaries in place. When in actuality, if I wasn't seeking that acceptance from my superiors, I wouldn't have these issues. If I set my boundaries in the beginning, I wouldn't have these issues. So that's my acceptance. Even though you know, <laughs> social media gets the best of us sometimes. That makes total sense, Jess. Yeah, definitely. All right, so Jess, that's all you got on your journey. That's all I have on my because journey because we 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 didn't took detours and turns. left and right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, so Jess, what 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 you got for us? I'm gonna just keep it cute today. I'm gonna keep it real cute. Um, so it I'm gonna keep it cute. <laughs> So on today's segment of CB secrets. <laughs> so today I just wanted to um I guess I'll uh use of course health and wellness in terms of acceptance um and for me it's been you know a journey to say the least and um something that I'm I'm learning to accept is that um you know a healthy life, it, it's called a healthy life and a healthy lifestyle for a reason. It's not a short-term fix. It's its something that you per- constantly pursue your whole life. And I had this enlightenment moment of clarity that I have to accept that a healthy lifestyle or weight loss or fitness or nutrition, whatever it is, is a is a journey, not a sprint. It's something that I'm going to be constantly working on all my life. And it's it's hard sometimes when you're on a weight loss journey. You know you get frustrated because you don't achieve your goals, or you slip up, and you know you get some little cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory. You know, you get a little slice here. Mm. Come on, now, so, <laughs> I know. I know. But I accept. I accept that sometimes I'm gonna have those slip ups, and it's okay. Just accepting the journey. Accepting. Um, the fact that it's, there's no short-term fixes, there's no quick fixes, you know, it's a, it's a journey. Um, it's a lifestyle. So another piece of that is, you know, also accepting my condition having fibro or whatever, you know, I'll put quotes because who knows, um, you know, so again, accepting that it's a constant, it's an uphill battle It's something that I'm have I have to deal with every day um you know not allowing it to slow me down or or get me down um or to restrict me um so just sort of accepting I know I said accept it like 500 times now but I mean it I accept no, it I, I get you so even for me I feel like one thing that discouraged me on like the weight loss journey was having PCOS And my doctor saying like, "Oh, somebody can lose ten pounds, and you two do the same thing, and you only lose two pounds because of the PCOS." Mm -hmm. And so I kind of use that as an excuse, like, "Dang, if I work hard, like I ain't gonna lose no weight. I ain't gonna get no weight, right?" And and you know, I think I started in February, and just like eating differently and getting a personal trainer and, um, you know, I've been seeing results, and I've been, so me and two of my friends kind of started this journey at the same time, and I feel like I've lost more weight than they have, so I'm like, man, I shouldn't have never let that, you know, stop me or hold me up in the beginning, Um, you know, so yeah, so, I mean, it's definitely encouraged me to keep going, and, you know, okay, although PCOS, you know, may come into play, you know, I've been able to see results, and I know that I can do it. And so it just makes me push myself even harder. Right. And accepting that that may be a barrier, that may be a challenge that's presented to you. And it's something you'll probably have to continue to battle with for life. You know, it's not some, there's no quick fix. There's no solution, you know, whatever. So, you know, just accepting that that's a part of your journey and it's OK. And um, also understanding what kind of things, you know, for me, what kind of things help me get through the day. Like if I wake up in pain, okay, what are we going to do today to resolve your pain? Or if I, you know, whatever, whatever I'm struggling with having those solutions um, available, you know, knowing that when I take certain supplements, I know how I feel. I know I need to take whatever supplements I need to make me feel good. Right. So not letting it be um a barrier and an excuse but learning how to okay this is what it is now how do I navigate with it pretty much exactly yeah that's funny so I used to go to this personal trainer years ago and he would tell me you'll never lose weight until you accept your body as it is right now and it's probably because of mindset it's it's mindset it is you're right because when you're That's so powerful. focused on losing weight or like making a change, all you see is the negatives. And so when you look in the mirror and you're like, I love who I am. I, accept I love my, who yeah. I am. Then you can work with your body to- As opposed know. to- yeah. I appreciate that, Jess. I needed that <laughs> in my spirit today. Oh, <laughs> let me let that simmer for yes. a second because it, it's hard to- you know, like Maya said, when you're working so hard and you feel like, you know, you wake up every day and you just, you're like, okay, I'm going to eat right. I'm going to get my little walk in. I'm going to do this that, and a third. And it's not just about physical, it's about mental. You know, if you need to meditate or pray or whatever your spiritual connection is to get you, you know, in the right mind state, understanding that you have to, but you have to accept who you are and where you are right. and love and yourself and and when you love your, love your body, love yourself enough, your body will react to that positive energy. Absolutely. Right. Because you're putting so much pressure on yourself and it, it's only discouraging you unless you accept who you are. That's why I like, um, like some of the pictures I post, like I'm not like a fitness guru by any means, but I'll post some pictures because I do know people watch and I'm just saying like, I'm just embracing the journey. Like, no, I'm not where I want to be, but I do see a difference. and Bam, here it is. And um just embracing it. Like I like sometimes I'll be like, oh Lord, I ate yesterday. So I know that this scale is gonna be because I ate some food. But not beating yourself up for that. One. Yeah. And also when you post post things that you might feel like, oh I'm not this, that and a third. But you're but you're but that's a form of love. You're loving yourself enough and accepting who you are. You're not at you, no, we don't have hourglass figures with the this that and a third. But that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with posting who you are as you are, because that's what it is. And you love yourself, you know, how you are. And like, again, when I say like people are watching, like even after I post like so many people hit me up like, oh, you um go to a trainer. Like, who's your trainer? I really want to get back into fitness. I really want, you know. And so that's just encouraging people to like, yo, you can do this. And, you know, mm-hmm. here's how. I'm doing it. Not to say that this will absolutely work for you, but, you know, it just gives people some type of like, all right, I can do this. I see that she's doing it. I'm seeing some results. Let me get back into it. And so like so many people have hit me up about it. So, you know, it's worth it. Even just encouraging other people. Yeah, definitely. The last thing I wanted to mention um, was also accepting like where you are in life. I think I had a moment last week where you know how when it's family drama and it's drama that might have been might be simmering for years and years I came to a moment where I was like you know what I have to just accept that this is the way it is (laughs) you know this particular individual or this particular situation this is the this is just what it is like accept it for what it is stop trying to fight against it or battle it battle with it or internalize it and have these you know moments where you're just like frustrated and upset or whatever I'm just like at the point where it's like it is what it is kind of over it like moving on I'm not gonna let it bother me or upset me or come in my way anymore you know it's like yeah it's been so long it's like child let that let it go. Yeah, because you can't control people. No. People are going to do what they do. So accept them for who they are and adjust accordingly. So that's all I have. All right. So that transitions perfectly into what I wanted to talk about. So now it is time for Maya's motivational moment. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. So I'm sure all of you have heard the serenity prayer. Um, but that thing is serious when they talk about accepting the things that you cannot change. Um, I feel like I'm the type of person who needs to be in control of things. And when things are out of my control, um, it drives me crazy. Um, Especially when the things that are out of my control affects me, um, or affects my life, affects the people I love, affects my job, affects my efficiency, and I can't control it. It really bothers me. Um, so I've gotten to the point to being content in the things that I can't change. Especially people. We talked about not being able to change people. So like, if people hurt you or they do you wrong, they say something wrong. Like we know that we can't change the person we can only change us and how we respond, how we react to it, how we allow it to affect us. So in order for me to keep control in situations that I feel like I have no control, I have to then turn to myself and say, all right, how, how are you going to deal with this? You can't change the person. You can't change what they said, how they feel, how they act, but all you can do is change, you know, how you respond. Um, And so accepting that fact for me has been huge and, um, just my life's journey and things that I've been going through. And recently I had a friend who was talking to me about something that, you know, he has been going through and I told him, look, you can only control the controllables and accept those things that you can't control. And he said that has helped him out so much in his situation because again, he's somebody who likes to be in control and because he can't, he's learning to look, I can't do anything about it. So let me stop stressing over it. Let me accept it and then figure out how to move forward it's all about perspective and I think when you say like you want to be in control well you are in control it's just that you're in control of yourself right you, when we say control we think in it, it, it controlling something external to us so controlling a situation yeah. controlling an individual but in actuality if you change your perspective and tell yourself instead of saying you don't have control well, you can say, I do have control, but you have control of yourself. So just changing the perspective of what you're controlling. Yep, that definitely makes sense. And accepting that you have limited control. Like you're not God, you don't control. It's only God. you. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's only you, yeah. But I think that um, that is crucial for people um, in relationships. And I was having this conversation with someone recently as well about you know everybody has different love languages and so for you to feel like someone doesn't love you or that you're not being loved because it's not in the way that you expect it you have to accept that people show love differently you have to accept that people aren't going to always give you the same love that you're going to give. like when we just learn certain things in life like we can go so much further, but when we get stuck on those things that we can't control and we can't accept it, it just it just pauses you. Mm-hmm. And overwhelm, like consumes you. It takes your energy. Yes. And yeah. I think that's mainly because we don't accept people for who they are. Like we want to control them. We want them to change. We want them to be who we want them to be. But we have to, like we, there's nothing that we can do. The only person, like you said, that we can control is ourselves. So you can change yourself to uh, be accommodating to others. You can change yourself to be more of what you want to be. However, you cannot control anybody else. You can't control the situation. And it's, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. But no, read the serenity prayer. Like definitely internalize that you gotta accept what you can't control. And just work on those things that you can control. And it will definitely take a lot of weight and burden off of you when you do that. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to hold today's question. But in the future, if you would like to ask us a question, you can email us at pretty, the letter N, purpose, duh, at gmail.com. Slide in our DMs at pretty, underscore, the letter and underscore, purpose, duh. And we are Pretty and Purpose podcast on Facebook. And that is all that we have for today's show. Until next time, folks. Thanks, PMP Posse.